girlies. Hey girlies. Welcome back to the Real House Girlies pod. Welcome back to the pod girlies. I've missed you. I've missed you. We've been separated for what feels like an age. I thought it was bad when you went to Sydney and then you went to Sydney again. And then you went to Melbourne. I've been there. Come back. Oh yeah. Well we're back together now which is nice and we get to record just in time. All is right in the world. (laughs) Just in time for the timing of things that that, that the recording to needs to be done. Yes. There's a lot of fun learnings in the in the behind the scenes of the pod. There are. I yeah. wonder if people are interested. Yeah. In like the trials and tribulations, the pitfalls and the peaks. The P the B the P the BTS <laughs> of the pod life. BTS of having a maybe, pod. Maybe maybe we'll start some more sort of like tiki toky content around. On the this. TikTok. Yeah. I was doing a series. You are. You should keep going with that. Well, I'm so happy to be here. I'm so happy to be with you. I know. Let's get into the news of the week. There's been a lot. Oh my gosh. Okay. I love Newsroom Brookie. Yes. I feel it really in my element when we're doing the newsroom. <laughs> anyway. All right. What have you got first? career opportunity, perhaps. Um, and just like that, Aiden is back. Okay. I know you're not up to date with I'm the Angela Slayton like series. You're not even started. I've been busy. You know I was six episodes behind on the Kardashians. I know, and I'm glad that you've caught up on that. I'm excited to watch the new season. Mm. I am not a hater because I just want more of everything. Anything yeah. that I've ever once loved, I will watch until it's I'm a misery. Greedy, greedy girl. Yeah. <laughs> like I watched New York Housewives. We know this until the very end. The bitter end. Yeah. yeah. I'm I'm glad that and just like that exists. Do I think that it lives up to the former glory of Sex and the City, which we both recently rewatched oh, start to finish? It. No, but I'm glad that it exists, and I'm glad that we're getting this view back into the girls' lives. Yeah, um, I do think that the show suffers from a lack of Samantha. I like some of the new characters. We probably can't go that deep on that because you're not up. To yeah, me. don't spoil me. But I did see. Obviously, everyone's seen Aiden's back. Aiden's back. And he's also back to be the husband in My Big Fat Greek Wedding Part 2, the reunion. Yes, which we saw the trailer for at the cinema yesterday. (laughs) The crossover we didn't know we needed. I know. He's looking great, though. Yeah. And he actually says in the episode, and this won't spoil or anything, but he says, I'm... I'm," Carrie says, you're looking great. And he says, it's because I've lost 40 pounds. And he does look... He looks incredible. Except I saw a meme, so I haven't seen it and I'm looking forward to seeing it, of like, <laughs> after all they put him through, why they have to do him dirty with that jacket. Yeah. He's <laughs> in like that belted jacket. It's like a, it's like a tailored, belted He looks peplum. like he's in the Nazis. It's like a peplum jacket. It's like a long, no, it's not a peplum. <laughs> It's like a long utility jacket, but the belt might be too tight that it looks like he does kind of sprout out underneath. Yeah, look, and it's it's very like uptight. It's no good. I'm gonna wait until you've watched it so we can like fully debrief. We'll do a debrief. Um, if anyone has watched it and wants to chat, please DM me because I'm desperate to have a conversation. Oh, okay. Well, I could try binge. It's on binge, isn't it? It is on binge. You have my login. (laughs) I could try. Yeah. The binge. Yeah. But don't say that I have your login. You know, Netflix is cracked down on everyone, so binge could be next. Yeah. I think I think the the crux of the story is 
they should have let a sleeping Aiden lie. There was no need to bring him back. It does seem strange, and like I relate to this, so I'm being hypocritical in my judgment. It does seem strange that Carrie can't meet a new guy. Yes. <laughs> like she's carrying after all of these years, her dating a hundred guys, she ends up with Big, which we loved. Like everyone wanted that. Yeah. That's fine. Like, don't then make her go and I don't know if they end up together, but it just seems like they're just you sometimes you gotta lose someone's number. Yeah, again, not a spoiler alert. Maybe a spoiler alert. In the start of the episode, he's like, It's so great to see you. Sorry about your husband. Are you DTF? Like it's unhinged. Oof. Oof. Isn't he married? Anyway, I need to watch. Anyway, anyway. Move on. Moving on. Um, we also saw some scandal around married people this week. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I actually don't know who any of these people are, but Great. I was scrolling on the gram and I love saw news. I love <laughs> an uninformed news article. I saw one of the housewives, I believe from Miami, but you can correct me. Yeah. Uh, Lisa post that congrats to her former husband current husband current husband for getting engaged to his current mistress that's correct they're still married can you tell me more about this it seems crazy i think lisa is a very lovable character on miami housewives has she been on there for long is she kind of like an old timer well she's been there the whole time that they've had the reboot because they had like 10 years off okay and I didn't watch it before that, so I don't know. So, like, the last three years, I'm pretty sure she's been there. Um, she's everything that you think a Miami housewife is. Her husband's a plastic surgeon. She's, like, blown up in all the right and wrong places. She yep. had to actually kind of go through a period of, like, removing filler from her face because she looked ridiculous. Yeah. Um, she's skinny. She's tanned. She's a sweetheart. She's like not as dramatic as some of the others. She's just rich and has two little kids and is living life. Mm-hmm. Her husband is a wanker. Oh. Yeah, major flog. Has all of these like lingerie parties at their house and just cheats on her. And eventually he asks for a divorce. He asks her to move out of the house. It's a whole thing. And yep. like this and all happens this on, on air. Show? Okay. Yes. Yeah. She did so well. I really admire this. And this is why I think Teresa from New Jersey is like the most famous housewife because like she's been to prison, her husband's been to prison and then he got deported on TV. And so for Lisa, she went through her whole divorce, like her fighting with him on the phone, her talking to lawyers, her like melting down. Um, And she was devastated. She still wanted to get back with him. So she would do anything to like keep her family together and probably also keep her lifestyle. Like they live in a hundred million dollar oh, wow. Miami beachfront yeah, mansion. Okay. She's not letting that go too quickly. Well, once she kind of gave up because he's moved in with his mistress. Yes. And is constantly like bringing the mistress to the house and like rooting her and whatever. Oh, wow. Rooting. <laughs> rooting and tootin'. R- not tootin'. That's rude. <laughs> <laughs> that's more rude than rooting. Um... Lisa then met this, like, tech guy or something, and he wants to love her and treat her well, and I think she is thriving. Yeah. Lenny is trash. He's, like, nearly 60 with some 20-year-old. The mistress is, like, 20-something. 20-something. Okay, amazing. Some, like, model. Okay. Uh, We hate Lenny. Yep. And so Lenny also, like, kicked his mum out of the house when this whole debacle was going on. Like, he's just a bad guy. So for his mum as well to be posting or commenting or whatever she's engaging, so happy for you, your last marriage, you you know, you didn't have what you deserve, now you do. 
Um, excuse me, Marina. Oh, that's to the mom's chiming in. The mom's chimed in against Lisa. Lisa's the mother of your children, Lenny. You need to like step oh, back. Oh wow! Oh wow! Okay, Miami Housewives is a whole different breed. Well, Miami Housewives is great because you've also got um, what's her face, Larsa Pippen. Is she on? The she is a former Miami best friend of Kim Kardashian. Former Kim K. And Biff, isn't she dating? Married to Scotty Pippen for twenty five years. But now she's dating. She's dating Michael son. Jordan's son. Yes. Which is creepy, yes. but great for TV. He because was at the reunion. Scotty Pippen and Michael Jordan were buds. Same sort of era? Yes. I think they were also then like nemeses. Okay. Because MJ, I think Scotty was on like some dodgy deal. Like he was the like terribly underpaid. Oh, okay. Also, they're just so egotistical. You, Yeah, it's a lot. Wow. So we love to see Larsa and her big ass... And her defending that she doesn't have a BBL. Like, it's just great TV. Okay. Well, you convinced me. I need to pick up. Pick up. Miami. Pick up from, yeah, one of yeah. the recent seasons. Yeah. Just if only so I can have more context into this drama. But <laughs> it's incredible. In other drama that's closer to home. Ooh. Cassette. If you're not across this brand, they essentially are a online and boutique department store. Yeah. They sell every brand of design. It's like Netta Porter on sale. It's like Bottega, Dior, Balenciaga. They have everything. Wow. They have been um, accused by the Sydney Morning Herald, who have done a month-long investigation into selling super fakes. So, Cassette Markets itself is your new best friend in fashion, claiming that it's able to sell luxury items at discounted rates to Australians by taking advantage of opposite seasons between Europe and Australia. Um, and huh, thanks to our exclusive networks and high-end buyers, we're able to source the very best for less. We only source from European suppliers, um, new and guaranteed authentic goods. And that is a direct quote from their website. So this is really blowing up. The story is now running across all the news outlets. There's been a story on a current affair, um, which cited at least 75 complaints made about cassette to the New South Wales Fair Trading Office. Um, and the store has been closed this week since the story broke. But closed down by the regulators or closed voluntarily to kind of manage the PR? Because it says that the New South Wales Fair Trading folk s- conducted a site visit. What would they know? Yeah, how are they going to know? With their little, like, magnifying glass going, mm, Chanel's stitching looks great yes. on this one. It's just like the one I have at home. Yeah. <laughs> um, so they're going to appear on the official complaints register. Okay, what kind of penalty is that? I don't understand the... Yeah. You're stealing from people. Mm-hmm. You said to me before we started recording, just hop on DHgate. That's... I don't hold that view. What is the purpose of getting the fake is what I want to know. Yeah. Because I want the kind of art, history, quality, handmade craftsmanship supporting the designer of that brand that's coming up with new designs that's what i want from a reel i don't want a fake reel because i don't see who's like why benefit someone that is stealing well the problem is that people who are purchasing off the corset and i've definitely considered a purchase on there are thinking that they're buying the real deal that's really unfair it's really unfair so you're spending Thousands. Thousands of dollars on a fake good. When you could be at DHgate. When you could be at DHgate. Yeah, it's pretty well, crazy. Well, Cosette's probably at DHgate. Probably. And then just chucking a couple zeros on. I think we should say allegedly. This is all alleged. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So Look, 
Cosette, don't sue us. We don't know you. We've never shopped from you. Whatever. If you've done the wrong thing, if allegedly you've done the wrong thing, you should go to prison and drop dead. I don't think we can say that. Oh. Yeah. (laughs) No. I think the crux of the story is that... The girlies who are on high-end Facebook group, yeah. who are across high-end Facebook group, have known this for years because Cosette was formerly um, under another brand called MyNet Sale, which folded in 2015. They were a very similar business, online only, I believe, and they folded in 2015 for the exact same allegations. You're lying. No. So ever since Cosette popped up, same ownership in 2015, just under a different brand, all the girlies have been like, this is this is ridiculous. This is so clearly counterfeit goods. And wow. so if you jump on high end and you search up Cosette, there are posts dating back to 2015 warning other girlies around buying from Cosette. We love high end. It's such a I think that's group. the only value add that still exists on Facebook. Yeah, literally. It's the only purpose to go on Facebook. So I... So who owns this company? Um, I don't know the names... They are just random just people. Just some people, yeah. In Sydney. Just people in Sydney. Yep. So I think the advice, if you ha- if you found yourself in a sticky situation with cassette, I found some advice online which says um, if you have purchased a bag from them, you'll need to seek your own authentication. And there are a number of authenticators that you can reach out to to do this. Yeah. Um, and then but you'll know that the brand won't authenticate for you. No, you'll need a third-party authenticator. And, and then you'll need to follow the return process and chase up cassette. Um, however, the New South Wales Office of Fair Trading won't accept a complaint if you've been granted a refund. Um, they're only interested in pursuing the company if they refuse to grant you a refund. So it's a bit messy. So cassette can stay in business selling illegal fakes look we're we're not sure what's kind of how it's going to play out but i'm hoping that this is kind of the whistleblower that's needed to happen for a long time anyway it's good it's just great that this story has broken and is now public knowledge uh in other fashion news and this is something that i am personally very excited about it may be a little bit niche but i'm rolling with it anyway because i'm running the news Uh (laughs) (laughs) um phoebe Philo, former creative director of celine and Mm. also of chloe is dropping her new brand so she's been teasing this since she did her final collection for celine in 2017 and then in 2021 she's said that she's going to do her own namesake label um, we got a little post over the weekend mm. on the Phoebe Philo Instagram account. That you've been following that since I've been 2017. Following for... <laughs> that I created. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that I've been following for years, waiting for this moment. Um, and then just teasing people to sign up so that they can get notified with the brand's launch. Um, that's really all we know. There's not many details we do know that the collection will include ready-to-wear and accessories. What if she um, releases a belt? Yeah. Like, I will get that belt. Yes, I will also buy that belt. And you'll belt. have new Celine. No, not, no, not <laughs> new Celine. I mean, I still love new Celine. I love old Celine. I'm going to love new Phoebe Filler. 100%. I'm going to love it. 150 styles at launch, reportedly, according to Women's Wear Daily. That's a lot. Direct-to-consumer, shipping to the US, UK, and Europe. So hopefully that also includes some sort of avenue to get to us. Um, and yeah, it's very exciting. It is exciting. I was just reminded, so I finished the Kardashians last night. Yep. And we were laughing a couple of weeks ago at 
Courtney's boohoo role. And it got name-checked in this week's episode. And they're, they're pushing a narrative in this week's episode. Yeah. Um, oh, this was in the trailer for next week, sorry. It wasn't this week. Huh. Was it? I've watched it. She's meeting with the chick. Oh, I must be behind. Oh, well, now I can't talk about no, it. No, go, go. All I wanted me. to say was 150 styles at launch. They're talking Courtney's advice to the Boohoo representative yeah. was um, 10,000 items released a day or whatever ridiculous thing that they do. You probably don't need to do that. You should cut down on some of your colorways and that would just be really more sustainable. A fly could have just flown into my mouth. It was open so <laughs> wide. Did you say ten thousand styles? But like a she day? could have been wrong or said it wrong. It was it was shocking. She was giving them advice left, right, and center. She's been educating herself on sustainability. I'm gonna watch it tonight so we can regroup on Watch this. it, call Izzy. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Izzy in London. <laughs> um, that's it's it's crazy. I'm glad that they are finally addressing it, but yeah, there's definitely a bit of the Chris. Chris Machine working overtime to make sure that this um, story wraps up nice and neat in a bow for them. I love Chris Jenner. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> so, what else happened this week? I think that, well... That's it. What happened that was a highlight in our lives... Yep. Well, it wasn't necessarily a highlight in your life because um, you'd already gone to the cinema without me to see the movie with um, someone else, but... <laughs> Yesterday, I saw Barbie for the first time with who I thought was my best friend, and... I'm not allowing this propaganda <laughs> to be spread. This is fact. <laughs> so, yesterday, we saw I'll the Barbie on this movie. Hill. <laughs> is this the Jonah Hill you want to die on? <laughs> okay, starting again. We went and saw the Barbie movie yesterday. Yes, I had seen it last week while Alana was interstate, because... I was sad and my friend offered to take me. Yeah. You made a bold assumption that I would see it without you. Yes. And I was in Melbourne like, sorry, everyone. I can't go to the movies this week. <laughs> anyway. It's fine. We're forgiving. I needed to see it for the second time because in the first screening, I had a very big emotional day. I would had two glasses of wine and I fell asleep and I missed the final 15 minutes. Wow. So it was important that I actually saw it again in order to deliver this review. It was. Yeah. Because also, you would have missed the chance to cry at the end. I did cry about midway the first screening. And yeah. And I cried again at the end in this screening. In this screening, yeah. Yes. And it was important we see it together. So, it's it's gorgeous. I want to say, you've made a note in our joint notes, and it just says, so much hair. Do you want to start there? <laughs> I would like to start there, yes. The hair, the, the hair incredible the hairography of this movie yeah um i did see a little snip of an interview with margot robbie saying that she's never seen so much hair and i think <laughs> because barbies have that impossibly perfect volume they have so much hair they, they did a really good job of reflecting that in the movie and yeah. i was just so impressed by all the hair i love as well when they jump to the real world and you see a Barbie with just that dead straight hair that kind of sticks di diagonally off the yeah. head. <laughs> you can't do anything with it. That's its style. Yeah. It's just straight yeah. back. And it was really nice storytelling through the movie as Margot moved through her journey to becoming more human. Her hair got more flat. That was actually devastating. Because it looked so great at the start. She, it was funny when she's saying like, you know, I'm ugly. 
And the narrator's like, we really shouldn't have cast Margot Robbie for this movie if we wanted to make this point. I thought that was so good. I loved that Mattel was happy for themselves to be like the villains. Yes. In this movie. Yes. Which I don't think the story would have worked otherwise. It needed to have that kind of self-deprecating humor. And Will Farrell played the CEO of Mattel so well. Will Farrell, it reminded me so much of in Zoolander. Yes, he was giving Mugatu a piano key necktie in this role. It was the same character in a pink tie this time. In a, in a pink tie and all of his like man fans. All of his man fans, when they're like going back to Barbie Land and there's the 10 of them on the bike, like cycling through the Dutch flower fields. I just thought that was so hilarious. Oh, it's so funny. So what did you, so yeah, what did you think Overall, in like a high capped summary. My high cap summary is that I'm so glad this movie exists. I'm so grateful that Greta Gerwig brought this to us. I think it was so perfectly done. I really don't have any critiques of the film because mm-hmm. it's what we all needed at this moment in time. It feels yeah. like such a cultural moment. It did exactly what it was meant to do. It, I think what it was intended for. It brought all the girlies together. It gave us all something to rally around. It gave us our Marvel franchise. It is maybe the equivalent of our Marvel franchise. I wonder what universe they'll go to next. Well, apparently Polly Pocket has been... Have you heard this? No. They're doing Polly Pocket and um, Lily... Not Lily Allen. Lily, who does Emily in Paris. Oh. She's Polly Pocket. Okay, that's I'm, been announced over the weekend. I was not a Polly Pocket girl. Well, it's very exciting. I was a Polly Pocket girl. <laughs> it's definitely not as big as Barbie. Um, but yes, so I thought. What did you think in the high level? Thank you. Um, I loved Barbie. I was just obsessed with Barbie. Margot nailed it. I loved all of the Barbies. I loved President Barbie. She was hilarious. Issa Rae was absolutely perfect in that role. She was so funny. Perfect. Um, I love that there's like nostalgia to everyone's relationship with their Barbies. Like I was an only child when I grew up. I, Barbie was my best friend. I was America Ferreira. Yeah. And then my mom was probably the daughter. (laughs) Like not interested. (laughs) Oh dear. She's a nice lady. She's a nice lady, but like I was obsessed and that was all I had just my imagination and Barbies and my mom would get me a Barbie but not very often and so I had to do the most with the least and I loved my Ken but like I hated that the movie was so much about Ken and I hate that we're always even though the messaging was like you know women go through so much and women can do anything but like the world is so hard for women and Barbie you know, may or may not have added to that, may maybe our hero or maybe the unrealistic mm. expectation that we hold ourselves to. But again, I felt like we were excusing Ken, i.e. the male population. Like, I don't need Ken to go on this journey of realizing that he's an idiot. Like, wake up, men, and just know. Today's not the day for me to put my big, big boy shoes on. Yeah, even at the end, after... Ken had put Barbie through all, all of it, destroyed her entire world. She is still the one her comforting feet were him. Yes. And she's been on the journey. Like, she's the one who had to go adventure to the real world with flat feet and try and fix everything and then come back and still, like, mollycoddle Ken. And and save Barbie land, too. Yes. Oh, Ken. Oh, Ken. No, I, I, I agree. I think 
I could have done an entire movie which was just set in that first sort of 15 yeah, minutes. Yeah, without the Ken perfect being day. a character of anything, just like Beach Ken standing there going, hi Barbie. Yeah, I could have just watched Perfect Day over and over. I loved just being immersed in the world. Oh, and like Bridget, Bridget Jones, wrong. Uh, <laughs> Legally Blonde. The Legally Blonde and Barbie just, that's... Wake up. <laughs> Don't tell me it's just a dream. <laughs> My worst singing. That's all I wanted. I wanted that the whole time. I don't really want struggle. Yeah. Not yeah. for Barbie, not for myself, not for you. No, it was it was a great film. Um It was great. I think it did everything it was meant to do because it even invoked like angry emotions. Yeah. And while the sort of m- the feminist messaging towards the end, especially America Ferrera's speech, seems pretty obvious to us and mm. it's something that we're acutely aware of. I feel that this movie, so many people are going to see this movie. So many people. I reckon it's like a Middle America, dollar. middle Australia. Yeah. Like right wing, left wing, all of these people who maybe don't have these same views or who are so close to this experience. Yeah. They're going to see it and they're going to get some exposure. So I think that's a good thing. Just the patriarchy horse riding in Milwaukee or whatever. Yeah. Having yeah. some brain bursts. Yeah. Horses are men extenders. <laughs> <laughs> and oh, it was perfect. So I cried like the minute Ruth was in that kitchen. Oh, yeah. Emotional. I don't know why. Emotional. Yeah. And just like so proud. Yeah. It, I, I, I felt all the feelings while I was watching it. I felt like sad for us all. I felt like hopeful joyous she like cares so much about bobby yeah it was and she made bobby for her kid yeah between that and book club i've like going through a lot of family relationship (laughs) feelings dude (laughs) 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 yeah it's been a heavy one no I, i think on the whole it's a beautiful movie i will watch it again and again i think the attention to detail was perfection. How fake hair, everything was. The costumes. Her drinking the fake milk and nothing <laughs> coming out. And then when she goes to drink tea in the real world, like spilling it on herself. Like, what? Just because they don't know how to drink tea? Like, that was so funny. So good. Um, I loved how they made everything just a tiny bit too small in Barbie One <laughs> so that the Barbie seems larger than life. Like the cars. Like the cars, like the houses, the fridges, everything was just a tiny bit too small. I love Weird Barbie. Weird Barbie was hilarious. <laughs> Kate McKinnon did such a great job. Well, just just like you had a Barbie that something had gone wrong with yeah. her. <laughs> you played with her a little too hot. My, my, and my thing was always like I wanted to wash the hair. <laughs> Because I wanted to play hairdressers with the Barbies. So my hair was always ending up... Frazzled. Frazzled. It was weird Barbie hair. <laughs> yes. I did aspire to be a hairdresser when I was little. Um, One other interesting point around just how everyone held themselves and gave that doll-like appearance. So obviously the actors, the speaking actors, worked really hard to do that. But did you know that all the background actors were actually dancers? Because dancers just naturally hold themselves... Kind of no. more upright and with more poise similar to a doll. Oh so, my god. Yeah, just incredible. It's just so well then. done. That dance scene at Barbie's party is hilarious. Like oh, what was the point of it? I wanna learn <laughs> I'm gonna <laughs> learn the point. choreography. I want to reenact it. I thought that was so good. And just like all of the Kens. Uh, I, 
they nailed all of the details, as you say, like <laughs> that beach can just be. <laughs> well, he knows how to My do it. My job is not surfer. <laughs> or lifeguard can. I'm just beach. <laughs> It's so funny. And I'm loving this TikTok trend that's taken off from, from this where people are like filming their boyfriends and saying like, my boy, my Ken's job is office. He comes with Excel. <laughs> like, it's so funny. Oh, gosh. Mm. And the like hilarity that there was actually um, magical earring Ken. Magical earring Ken and also sugar daddy Ken. Sugar's daddy. Not sugar daddy. Sugar's daddy. That was so good. Um, TV Barbie as well, oh. like some of the discontinued Barbies. No, what's the boob? <laughs> oh, boob growing going? up, growing up skipper, when she raises her arm and her boobs grow, like that's someone hinged that that was actually in production. Puberty, it's how you learn puberty. Yeah, look, they try and experiment. <laughs> oh, that was so funny. I loved it. I just, I loved it. Yeah, I, loved I do want to see it again and like pay attention to more of the little things. Yeah. Um, I feel like that with, you know, Nemo. <laughs> Every time you watch it, it gets better. Finding Nemo? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, dear. That was a long bow to draw. Um, no. <laughs> um, what else do I have to say about Bobby? I think that's it. Oh, that's not it. I'm so excited to see Willy Wonka. That's the yes. closing message from Barbie. We <laughs> saw the preview. Um, I feel it's weird that they've cast Timothy Chalamet. Look, that's weird. When they should have cast the guy from The Bear, um, Jeremy Allen White. I'm looking this up. Look this up. So his Jeremy Allen White. Hopefully that's his name. Yep, you nailed it. This is the oh, guy. the guy from that um, should have been Wonka. Shameless. Yes, he would have been great. He's the perfect Wonka. He yeah. does look like like the original grown up Wonka. Yeah, he Willy. does. How many times do they need to remake Wonka? Because as the, many times as they want. They did the Johnny Depp version. I loved that. Long ago. Yeah, it was pretty good. This I, one seems like it's going to be more around um, Wonka's journey to becoming Wonka rather than the like, the Charlie and the Chocolate Factory story, though. I'll watch that. Yeah, it seems great. I'll watch Wonka, Wonka's retirement. I don't mind. Yeah. This is my childhood. Barbie. Barbie Willy Wonka. And Wonka. Finding Nemo. <laughs> <laughs> um, any other closing thoughts on Barbie? That was it. Love it. Go yeah. say it again. My closing thoughts are, and this was my only, my only major critique, is that I would have liked, I think Ken was quite camp. I think the whole film was very camp. But I would have liked a little bit more wink, wink, nudge, nudge around Ken. And when he slides down the slide at the end of the film, I would have loved him to have slid in the arms of another Ken. That, <laughs> that would have really rounded out the entire story for me. Oh, gosh. Yeah. 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 I think Ryan did great at being Ken. He was perfect because he was acting it so seriously. Oh, even though it was a hilarious role. And that's what made me hate Ken. Yeah, yeah. He really wanted the patriarchy. <laughs> he really wanted to go to Century City. <laughs> yeah, he did. He thought it was great. Um, and that's all on Bobby. I, I'm, I'm glad we've seen it. I'm glad it's here. I'm, I wonder what everyone's going to do with all the Bobby merch now that they've been to the movie. That is a question that lingers in my mind. But Yeah, mm. I 
think it would have been cute to have like the merch maybe I don't know the merch was just so generic now I want like Barbie movie merch yeah yeah I have considered buying one of the Barbie dolls well so why aren't they selling the swimsuit yeah why are they not selling that yeah a missed opportunity perhaps perhaps um but the reason that we didn't see it together is because you were in Melbourne. I was. So tell me a little bit about your trip. I haven't really had the, the rundown whatsoever. So how was your vacation? Well, look, vacation's a strong word. You um, were working while you were down there. I was. Yeah. But I felt, I feel as though when you were in Sydney, it was everything that you could ever want in terms of dining out, plans, shopping, all of that. I was in Melbourne to go to... George's birthday, one of my best friends from high school, um, which was amazing. We had the best time. We were very silly for a very extended period. Uh, we were at, what were we at? Oh, brunch. I was going to say drag brunch. There were no queens. No, just regular brunch. It was 90s and early 2000s themed brunch. That's fun. Just the music. It was great. Yeah. Me and the DJ were probably having the best time out of everyone. Just yeah. He was dancing. I was dancing. I looked like Elaine. You need to stop dancing because you're rubbing against your puffer. Okay, I'm swishing. You're Sorry. swishing. <laughs> swishing in the mic. But um, the dancing was great and I'm going to post that on the feed for the people. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so that was really fun. We obviously got the Reuben that I talked about. I sent yeah. Brooke a video of me just eating it. It looked delicious. <laughs> it's a lot. It's so yum and just so much for breakfast, but I love that. And then I was working and honestly, I love... I love working in the city in Melbourne. Mm-hmm. I love my little train transit to the office. Yeah. I love stopping in at Patricia's and getting a coffee with all of the cool alley people. Oh, I love going to Patricia's. We love you it. stand there and like stand they have the broadsheet newspapers up and you're like well, you're sipping your espresso. Interestingly, they've got a mural up in the alleyway at the moment that's about like neurodivergence. Okay. And it's one of the things says, like, I love being autistic. And I was like, me too. (laughs) (laughs) Representation. And then there was something about stimming, just like, that really suits me. And I was like, me too. (laughs) I got got a photo next to it. You really did find your people down that alleyway in Melbourne. In the alleyway. Um, The office is fun. Having a team is great because I, like, work quite a lot by myself here. Yeah. Did you go to any other restaurants, any other eats? We only went out for ramen very casually in Hawthorne. Okay. Um, I went to a pub with my work friends. Like it wasn't yeah, it wasn't what you were thinking it was going to be. Um, I did do that last time though. And I do typically try to do a bit of that. But this was really spend quality time with my friend, mostly at home, had a bottle of wine, watched the footy, all of that kind of stuff. Perfect. Got to go for a couple of office days. Didn't get super dressed up. The first day I was wearing stunning boots. Knee-high, snakeskin, heel, pointed toe, the work. Is this what caused the blisters? I saw something on the ground about blisters. Yeah. Um, I did nearly eight kilometers of walking because you've got to walk to the train station from home. Yeah. Get the train, walk to work, walk all around work. The buildings are like double the size as here. To go to the bathroom takes you 12 minutes. Melbourne's a big city. And then walking to lunch is two kilometers in, you know, total round trip. So I had blisters on the actual like padding bottom of my foot, one on each foot. 
and I was screaming when I got home. Oh, I was like, no. how am I ever going to go to work tomorrow? Just tomorrow. Yeah. And when you've done that at the start of the trip and knowing that you've got days. <sighs> days. Further of walking. Oh, I got really lazy after that. I was do- I would do anything to get a lift. <laughs> <laughs> but it was great. And how, how did you go with packing? Because that is quite a long time to be gone for. Well, I copped heat. I met with someone um, and they said, oh, do you have to go and get your suitcase to go to the airport? And I'm like, well, yeah, I've been here six days. Like I packed 21 kilos. Yeah. I'm who's doing and when it's cold, if we were going to Hawaii, I'm taking carry on. I'm fine. I got six bikinis. I don't need anything else. We need jumpers and jumpers and pants and pants and yeah, all of that jazz. Boats, food options, sneakers. Oh, it's a nightmare. So packing, I and I didn't even pack things that I normally would and needed. I didn't pack a blazer. Oh. I don't know why. I looked at it. You always pack I a blazer. I intended to. And then I was like, well, what am I meant to do without a blazer? Yeah, right. Anyway, I want to get packing cubes from Kmart. You've got them. I bought the packing cubes. How did you separate things? I'm thinking like activewear in a cube, tops in a cube, knickers and stuff in a cube. Okay, so I had to go back down to Sydney for some family stuff and I thought, I've picked up these packing cubes. Great. What a great opportunity. The Kmart ones. Yeah. I thought, what what a great... I got gray. gray. Yeah. yeah. The gray is a seven pack. The pink is a three pack. I Ugh. thought I probably need the seven. Picked Might them have been up. too many. Let me tell you, the packing cubes did not work for me. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give it another go, but the packing cubes did not work for me mm-hmm. because they say on the bag what you're supposed to put in them. No. And they're defined sizes. And so I just got absolutely overwhelmed thinking like, I don't need to pack a huge thing of knickers but I do need a larger bag for my tops or for my bottoms and so I just threw in the towel and did not use them they're pre-labeled they were pre-labeled well then I might get two packs of the pink and label them myself yeah like with one of those little dymo printed labels yeah I just I didn't like being told what to put in what bag that no. really that really struck a chord in me and meant that I was unable to utilize the packing cubes. Out of liberties. Yep. Yep. Be free, Brookie. Pack whatever you want. All right, well, we might need to I uh, want to be a when person. When are you going somewhere again? I'm not sure, but I want to be a person that can use the packing cubes and can feel very organized on their trip because I am currently a person who even if I'm going for a night, you I'm t- filling that international you've, you've size suitcase to yeah capacity oh uh you're the best person to travel with and a nightmare to travel with depending on which stage of the journey you're in like if you're getting to or from the airport worst person you've got so much luggage yeah once you're unzipped in a hotel room stunning chef's kiff if anyone needs anything except an air wrap i remember my air wrap this time (laughs) (laughs) if anyone needs anything brooke's got four of them yeah so just when we thought we were having enough vacation anxiety around like the whole leaving the house, I now have packing cube anxiety. Yeah. Well, I probably should have packing anxiety because I did not do my best work. Yeah. I looked good, but I, yeah, yeah, was lacking in some areas. Also because it's been so long since I've worn some of these types of outfits. Yeah. Well, we're not really dressing for the winter office looks in... No. Brisbane are we no 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 it's hard work getting around Melbourne CBD in the middle of winter you're freezing you've you're freezing you're freezing you're you're basic (laughs) (laughs) um all right let's power wrap up 
you what are your recommendations for the week recommendations for this week i guess are winter related also great my skin has been as dry as a lizard i'm so flaky um and i've been trying different not your face though no, my face is always face very is well moist. hydrated. It's got my little seven-step routine <laughs> of moisture. But then the, that meme where it's like your elbow watching your face get seven serums on it and it's just like crusting off. <laughs> yeah. That's been my body. So I've been trying to find body moisturizers that work for me. Um, I've tried pretty much all the Mecca ones. I most recently bought the Necessaire brand. They do a body serum. Oh, wow. And a body moisturizer. So I'm like... That's indulgent. It was about a $95 expense. And let me tell you, I didn't find it hydrating enough because I am a scalding hot water... Loves a hot shower. ...in the shower. And I'm... Loves a scrub. And I'm also a fake tanner. So I need my moisturizer to work super hard. You know, we've gone through tubes of bum bum. We've done... The boom boom. The boom boom. The bum... Is it not bum bum? No, it's... I think it's the boom boom. The boom boom. Um, I still have a boom boom because I like how it like sits under fragrance for yeah. a night out. But for an everyday. It's expensive and yeah, it does smell beautiful, but it's not probably cutting the mustard. So no. the crux of this story is that there are two products that are both very, very affordable that just are cut above the rest in all the body moisturizers. We're at Chemist Warehouse. We're at Chemist Warehouse. You can also pick these up, I think, Woolworths Coles moment, the CeraVe body moisturizer cream. Tub. It comes in the tub. The tub is lit. The pump lotion, it's not thick enough. nearly as good. It's not thick enough. The CeraVe cream in the tub, that's great. You can pick up a large tub, I think 500 grams for 20 bucks. Yeah. It's I'm a, I'm a CeraVe tub girl. It slaps. But sometimes I find that's a bit too thick or if I haven't got the time to let it soak in, um, I actually saw my friend Ash recommend this and I went and buy, bought it. The Aven Spray Oil Moisturizer. Interested. It's an oil in a spray bottle. I think it's like oat oil and other oils, jojoba maybe. <laughs> I'm really not sure. But it's lightweight, it sinks in quickly, and you can just spritz over your whole body. Uh-huh. So if you don't feel like going through the rigmarole of slathering on a thick cream and waiting for it to soak in, you can just do a light body oil spritz. And it's beautiful. Do you spray in the shower? No. I spray when I get... I'm, I'm towel-dried, I'm out of the shower, I'm doing a quick spritz. Because I'm towel-drying in the shower and spraying in the shower at the risk of any oil touching any surface in my house. I don't trust sprays. Yeah. And it, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, now that I think about it, my bathroom is covered in oil. And it also, my only complaint about this product is that the spray doesn't actually function upside down. Aye. And if you're trying to like get those hard to reach areas, you want to spray upside down. So sometimes you do it's have to. It's expensive to come up with an upside down spray nozzle. They're patented and only true manufacturers make them. There you go. Yep. Um, do I love that. I could do you be... have any recommendations? Oh. oh, no. Well, no. I'm going through a phase. Yep. So maybe there'll be wrecks in my future. Okay. Um, I'm into like a health phase again. Yep. I'm back on my cooking my own meals bullshit. Lotions, potions. I'm going to get some potions. I'm all about a herb. So we need to try these. I'm going to try a number of things. I'll let you know if I start glowing from within. If yeah. I... Like we can, I don't know, digestion, menstruation, skin, health. Yeah. These are all the things we're interested Stress, in. Stress, immunity, all Stress, the things. Stress, sleep. 
Yeah. I have been sleeping better because I'm on my magnesium again. Mm. And then my dog just like hears a ghost and barks in the middle of the night, which... Do you go through a real phase with the lotions and potions? Like sometimes I'm all about it and then I'll go for like two years where I'm taking nothing. Yeah. And then I think I'll you try cycle. And, get back onto it. and I think even when you find something that works for you, it's actually completely natural and normal and okay to forget and be like, I'm really into my magnesium. I'm really focused on that. And then somehow naturally something else needs to take priority. You can't prioritize every single thing at one time. So mm. I'm fine going my magnesium phase, then I go into my iron phase, my iron gets a bit low. Then it yeah. restabilizes. Ditch that. See you later. Focus on something else. On to the next. On to the next. I don't... Well, also, yeah, I, I don't have kind of regimented brain enough to do the same thing every day. Mm. That just would infuriate me. Well, I'm looking forward to the results of your revised herbal health era. I appreciate you. And some hot racks. I can't wait. Hot racks coming over the next couple of weeks and months. And then next week we have book club. Next week we have book club. So it's all culminating mm. our book book of the month, Crying in Hmart. Yes. How are we going to do this? So we'll do our review next week. Yep. It'll be a separate app just so that there's no either spoiler if you haven't finished. Yeah. Or if you're not reading it and you couldn't care less, you can just carry on with a normal app. Mm-hmm. Uh, happy for all of that. Um, but we want to hear from everyone, I think, as soon as we can so that we can potentially throw around some different ideas when we do our reviews. Yes, incorporate the voice of the people. I will authentically give my review though and then have a look and see what other people have had to say. Yeah, okay, beautiful. Um, so we might, well, how, yeah, we're going to do this on socials. We'll ask for the, for the ideas by the weekend. That's exciting. Keep an eye out. Keep an eye out. Um, and have we decided on our next book? I think we have, Brooke. Do Are we ready to announce it to the people? I would love for you to do that. I forget which one it is. Okay. <laughs> We're going to read Romantic Comedy by Curtis Sittenfeld. We'll obviously post this on the webs. Yep. It's available at places like Big W, Target. I'm sure it's at our favorite uh, Dimmicks. Have a look uh, and get on. Oh, yeah. it was in Reese's Book Club. Ah, and this one, I believe, is a bit more of a rom-com. It's a lighter feel. It's a lighter feel because Hmart was heavy, but brilliant. Okay. Spoiler. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're doing something a little lighter next month, which is exciting. So we'll see you next week. Love you forever. Bye. See you. just Ken. Is it my <laughs> destiny? I forget the rest of the lyrics. <laughs> Is anyone and out I'm, there? If I was out there, I'd be a 10. <laughs> Where I see love, she sees a friend. <laughs> it's the best song on the soundtrack, oh, I swear. It's the best. It's the best.